Welcome to the Caregiver's Toolbox, tools for everyday caregiving. We provide education and information on senior care topics. Here's your host, Ryan McGinnis. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Caregiver's Toolbox, tools for everyday caregiving. This channel, we give you information and education about senior care topics. My name is Ryan McInniff. I am here with Janet. What's up, Janet? I'm having a good day. I'm sitting here with my brand new hummingbird mug, which reflects our logo as to how quickly we move to meet the needs of our clients. I am turning off my phone <laughs> notifications because inevitably they will ring and everybody will hear it. So that is where I'm at right now. Um, done. So today we're talking about the 12 things to ask a private home care agency. So getting back to kind of some of the basics, we've talked about some more uh, complicated things in the past, but um, 12 things to, uh, to ask a private home care agency. So you're at the beginning process, whether a loved one's um, declining in their home, whether they're going from a, a, a hospital to a rehab facility and then they're going to be going home and they need extra help what where do you want to start with so this is going to be a two-part podcast we'll do six and six so we'll start with the first six and i thought the number one thing and janet i'd love to get your opinion on this is the number one thing that you need to find out and ask a private home care agency is are their workers employed and insured by the agency I think it's really important to know where the caregivers are coming from and who they work for and uh, what their qualifications are. And uh, that can make or break the whole situation. Yeah. And so, and so when, especially when they're employed and insured, that means that the, the, the liabilities on the company. So the biggest thing that comes up with workers, with workers and, and home care workers is workers' compensation. Usually it's the back. The back is usually the biggest issue, the thing that goes the most. And for somebody that's had back issues myself, and I'm sure there are millions out there that can attest to this, you get a back issue, it goes away in a day. You get a back issue, it never goes away. It, it, it runs the whole gamut of, of just needing to ice it and get a good night's rest to need surgery. Um, so when those types of things occur, and they do occur in hospitals and home care when you're adjusting people, is that if that happens in your home or your parents' home and there's no insurance and that person isn't employed by the, the company, then you're on the hook for that worker's compensation. You're on the hook for if somebody hurts themselves in their, the home, they're going to be looking at you for compensation for lost wages, medical reimbursement, and things like that. So that's why I kind of thought it was one of the most important questions to ask to make sure that if it matters to you, and if it doesn't, then at least you know. Yeah, and I mean, injuries are cumulative. You know, it can be somebody that's been doing this for quite some time, and it's like you say, a little back strain, a little back strain, and then don't they have the problem once they're working for you? Yep. So that was kind of number two is, is and you kind of mentioned this a little bit, but um, how the caregivers are vetted. Um, how do you how do the, how does the agency from the start of looking for a caregiver to placing them out into the field or into a home? What does that process look like? Well, for an agency like ours, we we do Corey background checks, which people are pretty familiar with, but the um, Corys aren't everything. And you, if you're going to have that person go, doing errands, other things, you're going to want to know a driving record. You're going to want to know uh, what their background is. 
and some companies are more thorough about these than others and you you want to know about that person especially if they've maybe not even been in the state for that long you want to know what's going on correct and one of the things that Jana mentioned that we do have a lot of listeners on california Corey is a is the massachusetts state background check we're only checks Massachusetts. So we do a national background check just in case people have moved around. But yeah, all those points are absolutely valid. Where are you getting these caregivers and how are you making sure that they're good quality people rather than just a random person off the street? And that kind of leads into the number third question to ask is just because you interview somebody, just because somebody's not an axe murderer, that they have a good driving record and they can speak well in an interview and, and can say the right things. Well, What's kind of the training involved? What's involved with making sure that this person is up to snuff with the company policies, the company procedures, and making sure that they know what they are doing? And so that's an important question to ask with what is ongoing training and how do you make sure that these people are, are, are good? Um, and so that starts really from the beginning where, you know, we do, we put them through four or five hours of orientation and interview and orientation. Then if there are any, they, they all have their home health aid license as well for the vast majority of people that come in here. So we know they've gone through a 75 hour course. And then on top of that, out in the field, when different scenarios come up, we have a nurse that can do training or, um, we have online training that we can implement and allow them to continuously learn more information to make them a better caregiver. So, Yeah, and one of the things that uh, we also do is, as you said, they can have all their credentials, but you want to have a sense of their judgment because so many things are judgment calls um, in the day-to-day caring of an elder. And when we go through our interviewing process, we're asking certain questions that nobody can answer yes or no. But we get to find out, and if you ask a certain question where someone says, oh, well, I never make a mistake, well, I don't know about you, Ryan, but I make enough before breakfast that I can't count. So. Yeah, nobody's perfect by any means. Um, so you, you, you just want to know what's, who these people are, what their background is, and, and understand how the company vets them, how they find them, and then, you know, most importantly, um, what's the kind of... Uh, ongoing training and and how are they going to be a good caregiver? How does the company know that there should be a quality caregiver? I mean, at the end of the day, you don't know until somebody's, you don't know how somebody's going to be, if they're going to be good, great, or bad until they're in the home, right? You know, as a business owner, regardless if it's it's hiring a caregiver, if it's hiring office staff, it doesn't matter what industry in, the resume, the interview, those are all just like, I have a good feeling about this person. And until they're in the, the trenches doing the work is when you find out about work ethic, judgment calls, and things like that. Yep. Some so, people are great at interviews and so-so employees. Some people are very shy and feel a little awkward in interviews, and they're rock stars. Yeah, absolutely. Um, number four that I was going to mention and, and is the experience of the office staff. And in one of the podcasts we talked about last time, we talked about what to look at for assisted living facilities. And one of the things we mentioned was continuity of the, the management staff there. Um, the more, the longer that somebody's been there, the, the, the better. Um, and I think that's the same with, with office staff in any type. Any, in any company, it's important to have your key players not constant turnover. Um, you want to have continuity about that because as somebody's long, the longer somebody's in a case, somebody's managing a case, somebody's doing their job, the more about 
their clients and their customers they're going to know about. All those nooks and crannies that aren't going to be on a care plan, all those things that aren't going to be written down in the daily notes that we take every single day with interactions with clients. It's just stuff that is 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 those daily nuances that you, you eventually get to know about with these people. Absolutely. And, you know, you can kind of, with our staff, you can kind of click down a list in your head of things that you want to know. And when you hear someone say, oh, I didn't think of that. And, you know, I'm forever saying, well, this whole thing doesn't come with a manual on how to. And it's the client's first experience. But for us, it's much of it is routine. Absolutely. So, I mean, is there is there some, you know, is there some... Uh golden number no there's no golden number there just isn't i mean you can you can hire somebody that's completely green and and if that's that's going to be difficult you could hire somebody that has 25 years of experience but at the same time they don't know your customer base well either so i mean there's no guarantees with anything but you know there's you, you know if you you meet up a company and like there's the, the the sniff in the town over from us that has people that have been there for 10 years yep. well you know that that things are that the 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 company itself is being run smoothly and run well if you're finding and you hire a private agency and they're going through care coordinators every 6 months well then you know something's wrong. Something is happening fundamentally in that office that is coming from the top up. Now, I'm the owner of a company. Certainly there could be turnover in the future. It's, it, it happens. That's life. I mean, that's part of owning a company. People move on. People retire. We had somebody retire last year that had been with the company for 30 years. It does happen. But I think it's more of that when you start feeling like there's red flags like you know all right one person moved on all right well that person that replaced that person maybe wasn't the right fit so then they found another person or something like that when you're gone your third and fourth and fifth person it's kind of like all right well clearly something's amiss what's here. up with the culture exactly yeah um so that's kind of where where i think that is important so it doesn't mean you know there's no guaranteed number um this one, I think, also kind of ties into the experience of the office staff is the age of the company or the experience of the company. Now, I know that's a little bit, um, you know, uh, a little bit um, kind of kind of uh, benefiting men and women a little bit because we've been in business for 50 years or upcoming 50 years. And it's like, well, of course, you're going to list that as a, a qualifier. Um, but Again, it goes back to the experience of the staff. Do you want to hire somebody that just went through a training with Home Instead or a fran- whatever franchise, not that Home Instead is bad, a franchise or just opened up their company out of the blue and doesn't really know the ins and outs of it? Or do you want to be with a company that's a little bit more established? Now, 50 years is great. That's an insane amount of time. But I would think that a company that's been in business for 10 years is still going to have the the quality um, They've survived the good, the bad, and the ugly, exactly. and they're still there. Yep. So, so my point is, you know, you just don't want. Sometimes you don't want it, but that doesn't mean that, like, you know, Janet here, she has a wealth of experience. She knows how to schedule. So, if Janet were to decide, hey, you know what, um, I'm going to move, I'm going to move to Rhode Island. I'm going to move to warmer weather, and I'm going to open up my own private home care company. Well, obviously that means that she has the experience so just because janet's new company has been in business for three days doesn't mean she doesn't know what she's doing so it's it's finding out what the experience of the owner is what the experience of um the 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 staff there is and then finally you know how old the company is so i mean what thoughts do you have on that well yeah if you find that um you know whether you're 
touring a facility, talking to people. Um, you know, my recommendation to people is when, when you talk to, call into the schedule, whatever, how long have you been there? If in talking to three and four people, nobody's been there more, uh, even a year, you, you, that raises some little flags, not necessarily bad flags, but yeah. it's like, okay, so what is their experience? So, um, you know, for some folks, like you say, we have someone that when they say 30 years, that's not the norm these days yeah. either. But uh, you want to have some sense that there's some stability and some experience with the staff, the environment, the geography, if you will, where it's a home care situation. Certainly. And then the final one out of the sixth one out of our 12 is, is what if I'm unhappy with the caregiver? What happens when I call up the office and say, you know what, caregiver A is not working out and I want you to do something about it. Why is that important in your eyes, Janet? Well, I, as I say to a lot of people, you know, we can send Mary Poppins. They can have all the skills. They can be really great. But if there isn't good chemistry, it just doesn't work. Yep. Um, or if there's dementia and the client is reminded of somebody that they thought treated them badly because of the appearance of someone, you're not going to change that either. So the best thing to do for both parties is to, to call in and say, really, I don't think this is a good fit. We really need someone else. And we would be crazy not to respond to that. And it doesn't mean that the caregiver messed up. It doesn't mean that the client is um, impossible to deal with. Sometimes it's just not a good fit. And in this business, fit is so important. Yeah, absolutely. And and so it doesn't, and Janet's points are absolutely 100%. Um, but the other thing is is kind of maybe that wasn't as clear with that question is, not only what happens what happens if you're unhappy with a caregiver, but how quite quickly can you fix it too? Mm-hmm. So if you're if you're really unhappy with a care, we've had that run the gamut where we've had somebody like, listen, she's doing an okay job, but she's just not the right personality fit. If you can find somebody in the next few weeks, that would be great. She's great care wise, but we just love somebody that's more outgoing or less outgoing, whatever the complaint is. Yeah. And it's like it's not an emergency. If you can do it in the next couple of weeks, we can get it done. Then there are ones where it's like, you know what, this is not fit or something happened. There was a service failure, whatever it might be, where it's like, we need you to get this person out of here immediately. And I need you to fill somebody in for her tomorrow. And that's kind of where you're going to see the, the crux of the differences of, of what's a, a one on a scale of one to 10 emergency wise and what's a nine or a 10 on that scale. Absolutely. And and I think a, 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 any good organization is really responsive to that. And it may be a matter of saying, okay, um, do, do they have to be out today? Do they have to be out tomorrow? We can send you someone else. And maybe this person is a temporary while we find a better long-term fit. We need to, And that's where you develop trust and respect with your clients when you, when you work with them. Absolutely. So there you go. There's your first six out of 12. I mean, this is about a 15, 16, 17-minute podcast. So we'll try to keep it um, to under 20 minutes. Um, and then we'll catch you on the next one with um, the next six um, questions that you really should ask private home care agency. So thank you very much for watching and we'll get the next one out to you shortly.